Well, Sydney have stormed into a semi-final. Mm. They're going to come to Adelaide, Norwood Oval on Saturday to take on the Adelaide Football Club after winning through against Gold Coast on the weekend convincingly. And joining us now is a genuine star of the competition. Laura Gardner is her name. Laura, congratulations on being named in the All-Australian squad again and also your final success. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Just another 30 for you and 10 tackles and six clearances and um, <laughs> just, just on fire you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's, it's hard to talk about yourself, so I'll move on. I'll ask you a, an easier question. I want to know, we'll get to the your team's form and, and what you've done and the improvement. We spoke to your coach last week. He was fascinating and, yeah. and highly popular. I love that. But just where it started for you. So I've sort of done the numbers. You're about 15 when the AFLW started. And I want to know sort of where you're at in your football and what a boost that gave you as a 15-year-old to the point now we're seeing you emerge as a genuine star in the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was actually playing a bit of basketball just in Geelong where I am from and then I kind of saw there was a pathway for footy so I actually started playing when I was 14, I think. Just so you hadn't played at all? Like you hadn't played at all as a, a youngster? You, you, no, you fit, yeah. Right. No. <laughs> so yeah. was it because you saw the AFLW coming in that you thought, this, this looks all right, I'm going to pick up a footy? Yeah, yeah. My mum actually suggested it because I was quite a good runner and pretty, like, I don't know, maybe like an endurance athlete. So she suggested I give it a go and I actually ended up falling in love with it. So, yeah. What was the, hard, what was the hardest part about starting at 14? Um, probably just learning all the skills and that. Like, obviously, the fitness and that comes pretty quick. But I think it's more like the... You know, the kick, learning how to kick, learning how to handball, mark, all that kind of stuff, and especially the rules as well. Mm. How did you set about learning how to kick? <laughs> yeah, um, just lots of practice, but yeah. yes, oh, I'm still working on it now, so it's not something I've, you know, accomplished yet. I'm still getting <laughs> practicing, and yeah. So you played a couple of seasons down at Geelong, and then uh, the Swans came knocking. Yeah. How d- tough a decision yeah. was that? Um, yeah, it was Geelong, obviously, my hometown, and I loved it there. Great group of girls, great club. I just think the opportunity was something I couldn't really say no to. Um, I probably wasn't getting as much opportunity at Geelong because of their strong midfield group, and that's where I wanted to play. Yeah. Um, so I was more playing forward. Um, and then, yeah, obviously, Swans were interested, so I just decided to take that opportunity up. Did you make them guarantee you a spot in the middle? Because uh, right now, I think you came second in the coaches' votes. You're in the All-Australian squad. It's a, it's a pretty emphatic statement by you. Yeah, no, I actually didn't. I was actually going to start off as playing as like a pressure forward role. Oh. And then I think when we had the – we had a few games up here called like an autumn series, just yep. like – kind of like a VFL but because we don't have VFL up here they just organize a few games and I did that and I played in the midfield and I think from then on they kind of knew that I was going to be a midfielder. So it's amazing how it turns out Chloe Malloy we you know we we saw as a midfielder she's now playing out of the goal square in in large parts of the game and uh, you're started as a pressure forward now you're playing through the middle. Yeah (laughs) yeah it does change yeah. What about like the move from a a girl in the uh, sort of the country, a small country town in Geelong, 20 years of age, to go, okay, I'm going to go and live in Sydney. Like, what was that process like? Has it been overwhelming? And I'm, I'm just interested in, 
you know, how logistically it works, where you live, do you have a, you live with a teammate and, and in the off season, how you spend your time? Yeah, well, it was obviously kind of last minute, but um, when I come up, they kind of just put me in with um, like a kind of host family. So I'm just living with like a host for this year and mm. then next year I'll look to go somewhere more permanent, but it was, they're great. And like I've come in and it's just all been so perfect. Like the club's been great um, and the girls were all so close. So it kind of just feels like you're at a home away from home kind of thing. The way rent prices are in the Eastern suburbs, you're better off staying with a host family. Yeah, yeah, no, it is very hard to find somewhere. Not going to lie oh, about that. Crazy. What, what about the off season? I mean, it is a short AFL season. What do you do when when the season finishes? Yeah, I think obviously, I think a few of the girls will go home for Christmas, including mm. myself, and then um, come back up maybe late Jan, and then kind of get started again, looking at improving and getting together with some of the girls, probably. And yeah, it was a uh, it was a big game of pressure against the, the Suns. I mean, they were favourites. You're the travelling side. You've just made the finals, and yet your pressure just dismantled them uh, pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, we have a heavy focus on if we bring the pressure. Um, we win, so I think that's what we've, we can control, and I think when we do that well, we get a good result, so that's something that we do focus on every week. And you're going to we bring spoke. the same to chop up the crows on the weekend? Well, yeah, we'll definitely be bringing the pressure. I think that's one of our main focuses. I think the buy-in from the, the guys as well, um, we spoke to Darren Crocker last night yeah. from, from North, and he said the same thing about the, the guys in their holidays coming out to watch, but I think you've taken it to a new level, or certainly the guys have. They're on the ground. There's hugs. They seem to be you know, traveling to watch you play. Like It's been extraordinary, the support that you've had. Uh, how influential has the men's program been? Yeah, it's so good. It's so good to have like interest from the men's program. And when you walk into the club, you kind of, you know, you just feel like everyone's a big family. And with them coming to the games, it just goes to show how much they care. And we, like, obviously we care for them as well. So I think it's just a great thing. It's great for the like culture of the club. Mm. All right. When are you coming across to Adelaide? Uh, we leave Friday morning. All right. Well, you're traveling well. Yeah. Uh, we've loved watching you play. Um, you're tough. I think you're averaging 30, which is just absurd. 10 tackles on the weekend, seven clearances. And the move from a small pressure forward into the midfield um, was a wise one. So whoever whoever suggested that, um, you should buy them a, a nice bottle of wine at the end of the year. Laura, good luck. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Bye. All right. Laura Gardner there has been named in the All-Australian squad. She's a good again. recruit. She racked them up in the VFL for Geelong. She yeah. set the record for disposals, had 49 in one game, and Sydney have clearly seen something. There was a trade. I think they traded the first pick in the preseason draft to get her across, along with Chloe Malloy and mm. one or two others. And from no wins last year... Uh, through to a, a semi-final against Adelaide has just been one of the great stories in sport this year. 